0: Hi and welcome to Home Hacks, a podcast for people who love organising their homes. Each week we'll be sharing our best shortcuts, tips, tricks and hacks to help you manage your home and create spaces you feel relaxed in. I'm Rachel.
1: And I'm Carly. And we're the founders of Mums Who,
0: which is an online community of people who love finding easy ways to improve and manage their homes.
1: Every week on Home Hacks, we're going to share our favourite ideas to keep your home running smoothly. Today we're going to tackle an area that can give you a lot of grief at mealtime, the pantry. There can be nothing worse than when you're trying to make tea and you've got or dinner and you've got kids running around screaming their guts out and you're trying to make dinner and you cannot find your ingredients.
0: A hundred percent.
1: I get so angry when I can't find stuff. Honestly, before I organised my pantry, I think that's where most of my F-bombs came from and when Abby started saying that word. Frequently, I realised dinner time needs to be more (laughs) organised. Exactly. And not all of us have a Carly to call
0: um, on a whim and say, help me.
1: (laughs) I do like an organised pantry. You
0: do. And I do too. And I absolutely love my pantry it's definitely one of my top spaces in my own home but it
1: wasn't without a lot of swearing (laughs) I spent so long trying to find the perfect containers I don't I don't even remember how many different ones just in the you know the five or so years that I've known you how many different containers have I been through trying to find the perfect container I I don't even know
0: I I've have kept count and it's three million four hundred and sixty two thousand
1: fantastic now I know so we can just <laughs> time that by about 10 and that's how much money I've spent <laughs>
0: 100% and my like I seriously love my containers that I use uh and they were made discontinued immediately after I finished my pantry so I'm so protective oh, over them I actually remember I just, the day yeah. that we
1: went to Ikea and you needed to get a couple more and you were like why is there not that many of them here and then there was a huge sigh of absolute despair when rachel realized that they were discontinued i i didn't think i was going to be able to get her out of the store it was like losing a family member i was distraught you were
0: (laughs) (laughs) but i'm glad that we could be there together as you as my organizational support person
1: So the first step is to cull and organize your items. So you need to go through, remove all the items from your space, so your pantry or cupboard, whatever it is that you're going to keep all your food in, and take it all out and put it out on a bench or a kitchen table so you can see what's there. Check the used by date. So anything that is out of date, get rid of it because you don't need it. And also anything that, you know, Often we buy things when they're on special and you think you're going to use it and you don't and it just sits in your pantry until it goes out of date. So even if some of those things are not out of date yet but you know it's been in there for 6 months or something and you don't think you're going to use it, you can also make a little pile of donations that you can, you know, drop off at a, you know, during a canned food drive or something like that. You can put them aside and and get rid of them that way so that you're not storing something that you're not going to use.
0: And also I think at this step you should consider your whole kitchen and not
1: just a traditional
0: pantry. I do not only have a traditional pantry because I have this awesome baking drawer that works so much better for me for my baking goods than the pantry. So yeah, think outside the box, like you know, spices don't need to be kept in the pantry. I keep them near my stove. Yeah, so I think um it's important to think of the whole picture when you're thinking about your pantry. It doesn't have to just be the pantry.
1: And that's really easy to do is like once you've got all the items out and you group your like items together, you see how much you have of each thing, like how many baking items you have, how many spice items you have, how many cereals you have. You can see all of the different things that you would normally keep in a pantry, how much of each one you're going to use and whether or not in the pantry is going to be the best spot for you to keep it or where you're going to put it you know, if you're going to put it somewhere else, like Rachel said, in a baking drawer or something like that. And, you know, once you've worked out what you don't need anymore, what you do need, you can work out your next shopping and stock up on the things, you know, think about things you're going to stock up on and where they're going to go to. Like, you know, if you're running out of flour or something like that, like I know Rachel with her baking drawer, she has quite a few different flowers and things in there. So, you know, if, if that's something that you do as well, you need to think about how you're going to store them for easy access and whether or not maybe a baking drawer, Rachel's is amazing. If something like that, is going to work for you instead. Yeah.
0: Uh, you know, tooting my own horn here. My baking drawer is a thing of beauty. Toot toot. <laughs> <laughs> so the next step that you want to do is to set up your storage and pantries come in a Whole range of shapes and sizes. Some people lucky enough to have a big walk-in, butler's pantry. Um, you know, you might have overhead cabinets to work with, basic cabinets. You might not have any pantry at all. So make sure that you are thinking about your own space when you're designing your pantry. You know, you might have to buy Another cabinet, like a freestanding one, or you might want to add extra shelving to a cabinet you have. Extra, you know, racks, slide-on racks, baskets. You know, you want to be like adding that storage in as much as you can, uh, because you know most people have quite a lot in their pantries.
1: And there's so many places that have options, like Rachel just said, for like freestanding storage. If you need that, my my kitchen didn't have a pantry when we moved here, so I just went to IKEA and I brought a Pax wardrobe. So it's literally a wardrobe that's meant to go in your bedroom and it has drawers in it and pull out shelves and it works perfectly for us for a pantry. So there's so many different options of things that you can use. Um, Bunnings have great options. There's also a few different things that you could use from Kmart. So there's so many different places that you can find if you have the space in your kitchen to add an extra space for storage. Um, But if you don't, then you can just look at what you have and add, you know, like Rachel was saying, baskets and stuff, or getting melamine or shelving cut to go in there. Um, Just making more space to fit things in. And if you think about your containers or what you're going to store in while you're doing that, so your baskets, your drawers, your plastic containers, um, the height of your jar, your cans and jars, things like that. If you think about what's going to go into each space, you can add extra shelving into that height so that really can create extra space. Like somewhere where you maybe you only had two shelves, you could fit three or four if you're measuring to the height of the items that are going to go in there.
0: Yeah, for sure. And think about the depth of the shelves too. So my shelves, I cut to a half depth so that I can always see everything, especially because I'm so short. You know, I really can't deal with the higher deep shelves because I just simply cannot see I cannot reach and things get lost I think I remember when I moved from my house it's you know about sort of seven or eight years ago now I moved and I think I found like five like large bottles of sauce at the back <laughs> of the top cabinet and that was like obviously that's ridiculous so when I did the kitchen at our new house yeah like we sort of reconfigured the pantry and I cut when I say I, I mean my husband <laughs> cut down the shelves to, um, yeah, make them shorter, and I absolutely love it. Works so much better.
1: Yeah, lots of people do like a deep pantry. I'm like you. I don't like a deep pantry. I think that things get lost in it, and it's harder to store things. So if you do have that option to cut down shelves and make it smaller, or if you're buying a freestanding, you know, cupboard or something like I was saying with the IKEA wardrobe, I got I got that comes in two different depths. I've got 600 deep for in the bedrooms for clothing, but in the ki- pantry, in the kitchen, my pantry is only three fifty. So I just find that that works a lot better. There's, you know, even for me, that's probably a little bit too deep because I like everything to be on display, but I've put in some pull-out shelves and stuff so I can see the layer behind or the row behind. But, you know, it, thinking outside the box like that, like, you know, these shelves that I've got in there, they're meant to be, I think, for shoes or jewelry in your wardrobe, but I put them in my pantry because it really makes things easier from behind um, to see what's there and know what's there. And it also really helps if you've got, you know, clear containers. If you've got, you know, your pantry all set up and you can see everything and you've got clear containers, you can see how much, you've got of each product or each item in there and you don't need to you know go foraging behind to find what's there when you're doing your grocery list like you don't have to you know like Rachel just said with all of the pasta sauce you might write down pasta sauce and then you can go to your pantry and go oh actually I don't need that because you can see it right there in front of your face versus you know if it's at the top shelf like Rachel said and you go oh I don't think I've got any pasta sauce and you go and buy it and then suddenly you've got 400 cans of pasta or bottles of pasta sauce shamefully it was the two liter bottles of like tomato and barbecue
0: sauce that so it is, is even worse sauce. than you have imagined it was absolutely ridiculous so having the organized pantry and the space that works for you can also cut down on your wastage because you're not accidentally buying yeah the what
1: 15 liters of sauce or whatever I had. <laughs> and obviously that saves you money too like if you're only buying what you need each week or if you know something that you use quite frequently is on special and you've got the space to store it you can see whether or not you can put that in there so you know I I do that quite frequently I will buy what we need for that week and then if something is on sale I have a little tub down the bottom that I put extras in but sometimes I'll look at that and I'll go, okay, past it. like pasta's on special this week. I might buy an extra lot of that. And then I'll look in my pantry and I go, hold on a second. My tub is completely full. That's going to take a couple of weeks to eat that anyway. So there's really no point in buying that item when it's on special, because I'm not going to need it for like a, you know two, three weeks or a month. And I could, by then, usually things come back on special again. So you don't need to take up space that you don't have. And I think this is another excellent place to mention
0: when you are choosing your containers you need to make sure that the containers are the right size so yes. you don't want to be tipping you know your caster sugar into your container it looks absolutely beautiful but then you've got a third of a bag left and you have to then store that bag completely impractical So when exactly so when you are picking your containers you know make sure they're the right volume and if you're not sure what the volume you need is google is your absolute friend here so all i do when i'm you know, looking for a new container for a certain item is I do, you know, so if it's for flour, I'll do two kilos, I'll just Google two kilos of flour in mills because most containers are in mills, and it will literally just tell you the size container you need. And that is invaluable. You'll save so much,
1: you know, time and energy and space by, you know, putting that bit of extra effort in. Yeah, that's really important because... You know, it's okay to store if you buy extra items that are on sale or whatever, to store them in a, a space in your pantry because that's, if you've got the space for that, you're saving money doing that. But if you are just, you know, using a container to keep your, prod- your your products fresh longer and then half of it's being kept in a bag because it didn't fit in your container, what's the point? You may as well have just kept the bag in your pantry. 100%.
0: And, you know, another thing to also consider is when you're picking your containers or baskets is whether you'll need to stack them. Yes. So if you're going to need to stack them, you need to buy stackable containers because not all of them will stack, you know, nicely on top of each other. So, yeah, make sure you're getting you know what you need some baskets will nest where other baskets will stack on top of each other and then be accessible still so yeah just play around in the shops or ask you know your friends or online community members who have them you know
1: whether they'll work the way you want them to and don't forget to think about extra storage as well like we've talked about adding extra shelves or cutting your shelves down but there's also the back of your door you can you know set up some shelves on the back of your door a lot of people like to put their herbs and spices on the back of the door because they're small and they're narrow and you can add a couple of wire baskets on there and or little shelving on there and you can put them there Um, you can also get you know mesh hangers that Um, go over the back of your door which you can you know pop in you might want to put your plastic bags in there or kids snacks something that you grab quickly and easily can go in there so even
0: those over the door shoe organizers you can use some of those just you know shove packets in you know that are light you know they don't hold much weight but they do
1: create a lot of space for that sort of thing exactly like there's so many different options of things that you can use you know there's turntable spice racks yeah you know, or you could even put normal containers in there i actually have some turntables in there that i don't use for spices i have you know sprinkles and toppings and things in one of them and then i have another one that has you know like veggie and jam and all of those sort of things in there too so you can use them for so many different things and they save space like if you've got a corner pant if you've got the corner of your pantry where it's a bit deep and you don't want to put things back into that corner a turntable is a perfect thing to go there because you just you know put your oils or your sauces or whatever in that spot and you just spin it and it's right in front of your face what you need there's no foraging to the back of the pantry yeah for sure And also like things like storing cans as well. Like I went a little bit nuts with my can storage as I'm sure Rachel is sitting there going, yes, Carly, yes, you did. As always, totally ridiculous but awesome. (laughs) So I put some drawers. As I said, it was a a wardrobe and you could buy drawers that fit in. So I've got drawers for my kids' snacks and I've got drawers that my cans and things go in. And Kmart have these really good can sorters. They're like just a – an acrylic or plastic clear can sort of that you can put them in to keep them all neatly. Um, Unfortunately, they were a little bit long for my drawer. So I got out the grinder and cut the back off them so they fit into my drawer, but (laughs) hence the a bit extreme part. But things like that, like, you know, you can just have a look. Sometimes things won't fit into your pantry the way you want it to. So also thinking outside the box, if you're a little bit handy like that, you can cut things down to size to fit it in there. And that's a really great way to store your cans. Like they're in a drawer, they're out of the way. Some people like to put them in baskets um, so you don't see them. Or in my old house, in my um, walking pantry, I just had um, like the, t- the tiered steps that some people use for spice and stuff. I actually put my cans and pasta sauces on that because I had so much space. I was able to just sit them out on display and, and I could grab them easily. So there's so many different options for storing things that maybe are generally not thought of as very attractive. Like, you know, when you're doing a pantry you want it to be practical, but you also want to open it and feel nice looking at it because otherwise every time you have to get something for the pantry, you're going to be like, Oh my God, why do I have to go here again? So if, you can make it look nice at the same time some of these solutions might work for you because you don't want to look at them all the time so the baskets for the cans and drawers and things like that might be a good option and you can get
0: um you know you don't have to buy these things either you can get creative with the DIY so we used like offcuts from the melamine shelves that we had installed as um we <laughs> I keep saying we and I totally mean my husband he made um step <laughs> you know, a step system for the cans that fit perfectly. He also used another section and he actually made me a little lazy Susan um, for like, I just like, it's just like for extra bits that I use it for. So, you know, those things cost next to nothing. I think he even used bearings that he had taken from a pump that no longer worked. So I, I don't think we spent anything on those things.
1: And using leftover items is really good. Like we've done that in our pantry too. We had, when we moved here and we renovated the kitchen, we got bench tops from Bunnings and I wanted to add something, you know, just into the pantry to make it look a little bit nicer. And also the middle shelf, you know, usually has heavier things on it and it provides support. So I use some of my bench top in there. So my middle shelf in the the IKEA wardrobe is a piece of timber from my bench that was left over. And then down the bottom, I have one of those IKEA pull out shelves that I was talking about, but I've actually made out of some leftover timber that we had lying around, I've made a box that goes on there. So when you look at my pantry, it looks nice. There's a timber box down the bottom. Inside of it is just all of the stuff that I've purchased that was on special, but that cost nothing because it was just using stuff that we had not used in renovations that we did. So it was just sitting around going to waste and we used that to, you know, make things a little bit prettier and a little bit more practical.
0: hundred percent. And, um, you know, we also did the same for where we keep
1: our spices. So we have Oh your spice drawer. I <laughs> love your spice drawer. It's pretty cool, isn't it? So we use off cut. I did make the label so I am biased, <laughs> but
0: Yeah, the labels make it. Uh yeah, but we uh we have like a four hundred and fifty cabinet next to our stove and at my old house I kept my spices next to the stove so I knew I wanted to do the same but having a cupboard made it hard so my husband just knocked together like a little box from leftovers we bought a pair of like I don't know $10 draw runners and he installed a drawer inside the cabinet so I still do have to open the cabinet and slide you know the drawer out but you know just having that set up is way Way better. The melamine
1: that and it cut the circles in to put your spice jars in. Yes, yes, and it's
0: got you know, so nothing's like flying around. So I think I've got about twenty-five or thirty jars in there all lit up so I can see exactly what's in them when I open it and it's you know in alphabetical order of course because I'm a psychopath so
1: um <laughs> <laughs> it looks so good though you're all like it you does. know the melamine's got the holes cut in it so yep. that they stay where they're meant to go in their perfect little spot and everything's perfectly spaced with these lovely little jars and the labels on top and oh I I just like to go there and open that drawer and look at it because it just makes me happy yeah except
0: I recently discovered that um my list of the I sent you I spelt coriander wrong so you know now I I... don't
1: make spelling corrections (laughs) I know it's totally my fault (laughs) so the next thing you want to do is test and check your system and make sure that it is working for you you don't want to go and have one of these insta photo pantries that you know just looks a million bucks and looks fantastic and you just think oh that's so pretty but it's not usable There's just absolutely no point to that because you're just wasting money on containers and you're wasting money on making it look nice. And you're also going to be wasting money on food because you're not going to be able to find all of the things that you want. So testing to make sure that what you have done works for you and your family is the most important step in this whole thing. If it doesn't work for you, rejig it, figure out, you know, I've done that a number of times when we moved here, I I brought the IKEA cabinet and I put things in differently and I just wasn't happy with it. I wasn't happy with the way that it was functioning. I didn't like how it looked. I just was not, it wasn't what I wanted. So a few months later, I redid it and now I love it. Like, you know, you, you can try something and see if it works. If it doesn't work, change it up. There's no harm in doing that. Obviously, you don't want to be going out and buying the wrong containers and then having to buy the containers again because, you know, you're just wasting money and it's, you know, just not what you want to be doing. But if you make sure that you've made made the right step with your containers to begin with, you can then rejig your pantry however you want. And you can do things like, you know, um, ways to save money, like to make sure you're not making those mistakes. You can use masking tape on your containers. I always tell everybody to do that first. Put masking tape or a post-it note or a piece of paper with sticky tape on it. Stick something onto your containers that says what's going in it and make sure it's in the right place and that that's what you're going to continue to buy and that that's what you want it to be called. So there's no point in, you know, Getting a label made for your pantry that might say Cocoa Pops, for example, if that's something you only buy every now and then, and then the following week you're going to fill that container with wheat bix Like you, that's just not going to work. So you might want to use cereal instead. So there's so many different things that you can do. So testing that out first is super important. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, when we renovated our
0: uh, kitchen and we put, you know, a standard pantry in just you know, like most people would. And then I found that those doors just weren't working for me. So we actually changed the doors. So we got shorter doors and then the bottom half of the kitchen uh, pantry, we changed to three drawers. So we've got a pot drawer and two plate drawers, and then a standard pantry above that. And I tell you
1: what, it works so much better. That's exactly it. Like so if something doesn't work for you, think about what will work for you and, and give it a go. Like sometimes, yes, like that, you know, you know, like buying new doors and stuff will cost you a little bit of money. Other times you'll be able to DIY de- it or do something different like you know like Rachel was saying next to her um, her stove she made a little drawer to go inside her cupboard. There's all these different things that you can do if you just think a little bit outside the box and think about how you use your kitchen because it's your kitchen. There's no point in me or Rachel or anybody else showing you a picture and saying this is what it should look like because It's your kitchen, it's your space, it's your pantry, and it needs to look and function how you need it to work.
0: Exactly. Every single person eats different food. Every single person stores different things in their pantry. Like some people might be putting appliances in there as well as food. You know, every kitchen, every person, everyone's different, so make it your own and don't be afraid to make changes. Don't, you know, don't think, I've put in all this work,
1: i have to leave it the way it is now. No. And if you keep it looking nice, like... I know we've just said, you know, it doesn't have to be an Insta worthy pantry and things like that, but any space in your home, whether it's your pantry or your linen cupboard or even your wardrobe, if it looks nice, you like going there and you're more likely to keep it organized in the future. So if you go to a cupboard and there's just crap piled everywhere in there, you more than likely you're just going to chuck whatever it is you've got to put in there, you're just going to shove it in there and get it out of the way and close the doors and forget about it. If it looks nice, you're going to think about you know putting it away properly and making sure it's in its correct spot other people in your family or in who live in your home are going to do the same thing put things back in the right spot or put it back neatly because it just that that i guess the look of it and the attractiveness of it tends to create more respect for a space
0: Well, that's it for today. Head to the show notes to see more information on any of the products we've spoken about today and head to at Nova Podcast Official on Instagram to see photos and videos of how we do things. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.